Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Shooting Jays podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Snee, alongside my co-host, Steve Thompson. How are you doing tonight, Steve? Good. How about you? I'm good. I'm excited. Uh, we got a special guest on tonight. Uh, he is a co-host of the Boston Sports Blitz and co-host of the Big Bad Bruins podcast. It is the great Chris Blackie. <laughs> great. This is truly an iconic moment now in podcast history. Jessica, you can never go back now. It's on, on official and audio, you call me great. So I guess that puts an end to our little uh, discussions that we have off here. Yeah, you're still on me. Thanks for having me on, guys. I'm looking forward to it. All right, so, um, yeah, teams have until tomorrow uh, – excuse me, players have till tomorrow to notify teams if they are not going to go to the Orlando bubble. Uh, Chris, start with you. Do, you. do you feel any significant players are going to not go to Orlando? You know, it's a tough question because we're in uncharted territory right now. Everyone's worried about what's going on, rightfully so. It's, I mean, they're able to have their family there, but it's later on – when they can arrive, right? Is that how this works out? I think it's the start of the playoffs. Okay, so they got eight games and, and then they do the playoffs. So they, I want to say no, but you just never know. I don't think anyone of significant from the Celtics won't go. I believe they'll, they'll have the whole team there, but we'll see. Yeah, we haven't heard anything for, about any Celtics players not wanting to go. So I think they'll all be there. Um, how about you, Steve? Ah, well, Kyrie's not going, but that's probably more because he's injured and just being a dink. But uh, now, I mean, I think they're probably all just really anxious to get back to playing. Yeah, I would say so. The only two players so far that have said they weren't going. Uh, one was the Wizards, Davis Bertans. Uh, he said he'll sit out. Which is fine. I mean, I don't see the Wizards going anywhere. They're four, what is it, six games back with eight to go to try to catch Brooklyn, mm-hmm. uh, Orlando. So I could see where he would sit out. And the other person is uh, Trevor Ariza from Portland. But he's opting not to go um, for child custody reasons. He's got an agreement to see his son for that month. Um, so, you know, taking parental responsibilities over the restart. I can't believe I don't that. See- yeah. yeah, absolutely not. Um, I can't see any big-name players. Uh, the Dwight Howard, Avery Bradley, those are two – only the real two names I've heard out there. Um, and they could hurt the Lakers, both of them not going. They're not huge pieces of that team, but they are pieces of that, you know, that that team. What's oh, up time. with um, Bradley? Shame. What's up with Bradley? Well, he's been saying he, he doesn't want to go because he wants his – he wants actions for the racial injustice more than words. And, you know, a lot of the other players that are coming out against them are saying you have a bigger platform if you play. You know, you get interviewed every game. You can voice your opinion. You know what I mean? You can make more of a difference if we do play. Um, but LeBron wants to play the NBA's plan. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that worries me is uh, Florida's been getting kind of hit with uh, some high numbers for the coronavirus. So – that that's got me like a little scared that the season's still in jeopardy. How do you guys feel about that, Chris? Absolutely, one hundred percent. Until until any of these leagues are actually playing, in my estimation, they're all in jeopardy. 
a demon. Yeah. I mean, what if like they start playing and like a couple of high profile players get it? What are they gonna do? Yeah. I mean, exactly. say Le- you know, God forbid LeBron gets it. Oh, yeah, he'd have to quarantine. He'd have to quarantine. But um, in that situation, actually, the Lakers would be able to get a sign another player for mm. the time that he is injured. And that's any team that they can do that. Um, and that's only for the COVID that they can come back. If they get, like, an injury and get replaced, they can't come back the rest of um, the Orlando deal. So it's very interesting how they have it set up. They can bring 17 players. Um which is two extra more than normal, which I think helps the Celtics a lot. Not that Tremont Waters or Taco Fall are two-way players would see much time. But if injuries happen, I mean, especially Waters, for me, he's a playmaker, you know. Um, how do you guys feel about the roster enhancements for everybody? It's a coin flip in my estimation. Like I said, it's uncharted unch- unch- territory. You, you don't know what you're going to get. You don't know the type of quality of play is going to be or any of it. It's just like one – to me, it's just one big tournament, basically, at this point. Survival of the fittest. I know it's kind of not the proper terminology of everything that's going on right now, but that's the mindset I would have. Me, personally, if I was on a team like Washington that realistically doesn't have a chance in hell of making the playoffs, I'm not going to bother even showing up. What's the point to watch? You can do that at home. Yeah, and I <laughs> If you go and then you really you're just there to play out the season, it's yeah, a bigger risk, you know, to get sick. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what's <laughs> the point? But as far as, you know, the expanded rosters, I think it's going to help a lot of teams. Taco, taco fall season, here it comes. Yeah. Just, just, you know, throw them in during, uh, like I've been talking forever in the day. A critical juncture comes in the game. Just throw them in front of the, you know, the inbound player. <laughs> You're going to throw the ball around the house? Good luck. <laughs> but Waters had a good season, so he's an interesting one, too. He could he could make a small name for himself here pretty soon during this, anyways, and see what happens going forward. Uh, but overall, yeah, I like just... the Celtics' chances. Why not? Yeah, Waters just got uh, the G League's – is it G League now? I always get them confused. It's the, the G League's rookie of the <laughs> – rookie player of the year, so. Yeah, I think I think that's what it is called the G League. I mean, I think any team that can, like, play inside, you know, offensively is going to have a really good shot of going far because, you know, it's easier, obviously, to make a – a layup than it is to make a three-pointer, especially when you really haven't been playing or even shooting for months. Yeah. You know, you know you're know, you only going to have a little bit of time to get ramped back up. And mm-hmm. we've seen it in the past with the Celtics where if they shoot a ton of threes, it kind of catches up to them. So I, I still like but them. Do they really but- have that? inside scoring like you're talking about to make a run like that with our bigs i'm not so sure yeah no i mean it's iffy yeah it's really hard saying and the expansions for the every team is interesting it just keeps wanamaker with a potential getting minutes (laughs) well you have it out for him don't you (laughs) i can't stand his favorite player 
Jesus oh, yeah. Christ. <laughs> Every time I hear this show, you're always talking about yeah. Wanamaker. I'm like, God damn, this guy yeah. doesn't give up on him. Want to so, get rid of him. <laughs> so naturally, he's going to hit a big shot that's going to advance him and he's going to be crow on air. It's going to be, oh, yeah. Oh, it's going to be so satisfying. Like, yep, yeah. I've, I've been in those shoes many a times. Yeah, I remember. I want crow for that. <laughs> I got Kelly, like a, Kelly Olenek was here. Remember him? Oh, yeah. He went then, crazy in that well, game. Yeah, that, <laughs> that game seven, man. Out of this world. Yeah. yeah. Got why him that big contract playing? down in Miami. Yeah. Did why nothing. Playing? No. Shit. <laughs> I went full Leon Poe during, during the NBA finals on game two. Just going crazy scoring points. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I got a weird conspiracy theory if you want to hear it. A lot of attention is going to be on the NBA because everyone's sports crazy right now. What's the best possible scenario for the NBA for the finals? Boston, LA. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I got this weird hunch that that's going to end up happening, whether it's forced from the refs or just happening overall. We'll see if I'm right. So we'll see. Yeah. Who takes it? Who takes it for the league? Is it the Lakers because Kobe died this year? I mean, if you're thinking it's a conspiracy theory, who ends up winning? Like full-on conspiracy theory, what what my mind says? <laughs> yeah. Lakers. Yeah. Obviously, I go over the Celtics. I mean, anytime the Lakers win the championship sucks. When they beat the Boston Celtics, it especially sucks that much more. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Plus, like the Colby thing. I mean, you you would hope that's not the case, but right. And I don't mean it like them. Just if it's a conspiracy yeah. theory, you know, you think it would lean that way. But. Yeah, exactly. I'm not no. happy so, anytime LeBron wins. No. <laughs> I'd like him to make it though, so then he could be what three and three and four. Three, well, what is he? Three and uh, seven. Yeah, three and seven. Wow. So. uh you sure you hate LeBron more than you hate Wanamaker? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot longer, a lot longer time there. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't hate Wanamaker. I just don't think he should be getting minutes. So, I mean, it's your guys. Well, I want to take over with all the questions, but why not get it here? Hmm. Preaching to the choir. That's what you guys yeah, should be doing on Twitter. You guys, you guys' account is just bombarding him with uh, come back to Boston and harass an Ainge. See if they pay attention <laughs> to you guys. Hell, get him on the show. <laughs> <laughs> right? I, I'd, I'd love for either one, Danny Ainge or Isaiah Thomas, to come on the show. <laughs> yeah, you Danny. You two be able to handle it with him coming on the show? Sweaty oh, yeah. Like Eminem. <laughs> if Ainge comes, you'll have to come back on. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll disconnect right before. <laughs> Sorry, Chris, we lost you. Oh, uh, so I was mer- I said no mercy on that poor guy. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so guys, who do you think going into the playoffs for the Celtics is the X factor for the C's to make a deep run? You want to go first, Steve? Sure. I mean, I don't have a specific player. It's the bench. They have to do something. I mean, every big game, you know, big team they've played this year and lost, it's because the bench has absolutely sucked. You know, they would get – one of the games they lost to the Lakers, the bench was outscored like 40-5 to or something like that. 
you know, they'd have a lead against a really good team and the bench would come on and it was like a JV roster was thrown out there. It's just nuts. Now, how do you make the bench better? That's, that's another question. IT could be the answer, but I don't know if Danny, Danny's too stubborn to make it happen. You got nothing to lose at this point. No. Right. No. To me, it's Hayward. You know what you're going to get out of Tatum, Brown, Kemba. You, you know what you're going to get there. Smart. If you're going to get Hayward to be uh, anything like he was in Utah, you're in business. To me, he's one of the most important people coming down the stretch here. If he plays good and you get what you're going to get out of the people I just listed, you're, you're in good shape going forward. So I would say Hayward for me. For me, I was leaning Rob Williams for me, but I've been thinking about it more. And I, for me, I think it's Tice. Nobody's talking about Tice. What Tice has done this year, the jump he's made from last year, and the things he does for the team, I think it's Tice. I want to say something so bad right now, but I don't want it on audio, so I'm not going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. With, he's always been good here. That's quite the find that Danny pulled off getting him here. And it's always just been health with him. Mm-hmm. You know, anytime right. he's in there, he produces. Yep. Just he's got to just keep that, you know, because if he's not producing, then you have Cantor and Rob Williams who are, you know, you just need Tice. You need that guy. He's the, all three of those players are different players. You know, so use them the way you can. But Tice, Tice is who I want in down the stretch with with, this, with the rest of the team. Yeah. Well, I mean, going a step forward now, yeah, I'm hijacking you guys' show, sorry. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we, we all identified the X factor. Who's the player that absolutely has to shine here? Who's that person? Uh, Steve, you want to take that one first? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's Tatum. I mean, he's had a hell of a year. You know, obviously, last year, he talked about it before. Last year, he was subpar, for sure. First year, he's pretty good. This year, I mean, he's made a huge jump on the game he had against the Lakers, where he had, like, 43 points. It was amazing. It's him. I mean, how does he play the last eight games and then in the playoffs? So, if he doesn't average 20-plus a game, you're probably not going far. Okay. Um, I say Kemba. Kemba's got to shine. His, he's got to be healthy with that knee because, you know, your favorite player is the next point guard that we could have in line. So <laughs> I think it's Kemba that needs to shine and show that he's healthy again. If Kemba's rolling, it makes it easier for everybody else, for Tatum and Hayward and, and Brown and Smart, you know, to get open. And I just think it's got to be Kemba. I hate this game. <laughs> short and sweet what's what your you answer said. short and sweet what you just said <laughs> um so chris i know you love me talking about Jalen. so i wanted to get into something real quick um i can't remember who it was someone in the media sports analysis or something said that jason tatum is a top 10 player i don't agree with that he's not top 10 um but saying Go by that. He is. Where would you rate Jalen after him? 
on the line. If Tatum says at 10, where would you put Brown? Oh. Maybe just outside 20, maybe, I would say. I don't think he's superstar level yet, but he's getting there. He's definitely made a jump. He's shutting me right up, so that's saying something. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say somewhere after the 20 range, maybe 20, 30s, somewhere in that range. Tatum at 10 is rough, though. Right. Um, what about well, you, Steve? Well, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I would put Tatum at, like, 20 and – Brown at like twenty five to thirty. Cause, oh, wow. you know, Tatum, it's his first year really doing it. And I don't you yeah. know me, I mean I do like anytime someone says, you know, like different sport, but Patrick Mahomes like greatest of all time, shut the hell up. The guy's been doing <laughs> yeah. it for a year and a half. So I mean I gotta be consistent. Like Tatum, as much as I love him, he went to a great college, Chris, that's for you. <laughs> Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> He just hasn't done it long enough as a pro, period, end of discussion. So that's why I put him around 20. Jalen's, you know, like I said, 25 to 30. But, you know, he's been incredible. He's been incredible this year. I mean, the C's really struggled, too, when he was out. Yeah. Um, Let me throw you some stats at you for that, okay? Um, So Jalen scores three points less a game than Jason. He is 0.7 on threes. He's less than a rebound, lower than him, and less than one assist, lower than him. And one, uh, sorry, 0.3 in steals. So literally, he needs to hit one three-pointer, get a rebound and an assist, and he's at the same as Jason Tatum. (laughs) There's one thing that Jalen, in my estimation, is head head and shoulders better than Tatum, and that's on the defensive side. Defense. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Tatum's gotten better though. He needs to use his length, um, you know, because he's so long. He, he uses it perfect on the offensive end, so he needs to work on. I mean, he has worked on that, but I think I'm wondering if this break is kind of like you know their off season, and we'll see what players have worked on. Yeah, yeah, it's a valid point. We just don't know. Like I said, it's just it's a coin flip how things going to shake out here. Well, the other thing, too, is Jalen isn't a first or second option. Tatum's a first or second option, right? Jalen's maybe third or fourth. If you were to put Jalen on another team where he was the first or second option, I think he'd have better numbers than Jason Tatum right now. Uh, Depending on the team. Depending on the team, really. Fourth option, huh? Definitely not the fifth. So no, in your estimations, it's Kemba, one or one A, whatever. Kemba, yeah, Kemba Tatum, Tatum one, Hayward, and then Brown. Sometimes, correct. Sometimes it is. It you know it changes so much. He's he's just not the first or second option like Jason Tatum is. I just think his numbers compared to Jason's this year have been great, and I don't think he gets enough talk for that. Everyone's Jason, 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 but. Look at these two guys. You know, if they make the leap like they did last year, this year, coming into next year, watch out. I mean, any way you watch out. You know what I mean? This playoff run, watch out. They're all healthy. I think they only played like a total of eight games altogether healthy. Um, So either way, this team is dangerous. And like you said, you get Kemba, then you get Tatum with those numbers. Jalen, 
we're the only team in the playoffs going to Orlando that has three players that average 20 points or more a game. And we are also uh, the second best defensive team. Interesting. So, so Steve, how do you – here I go again. I, I, <laughs> I should just sit back and let you guys just deal with them. It just comes out, sit back. But, um, well, I'll get this question for both of you guys. How do you think Stevens is going to handle this? Because it's, un, it's uncharged for him as well. Whoever. I think he's handle it similarly than what he does. The only thing I – Hope he doesn't do bringing from the regular season is wait eight minutes to call a timeout when we're getting you know rung up eighteen points in a row or whatever by the other team. Um, hopefully he uses his timeouts wisely. You know how you should do that a lot. The other teams would start hammering him, and he would just sit there and let it happen. Phil Jackson would do that tons of times yeah. just to piss the players off, and then they would respond. Generally speaking, what about you, Steve? I mean, I hope he shortens his rotation. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he's an absolute genius when it comes to like after timeout plays. Is is absolutely nobody better in the league at it? Like he comes up with some crazy stuff. So I give him credit for that. I mean, I mean, he's arguably part of the X factor too. Like how he coaches in the playoffs. You know, does his lineups work? Is he, you know, like you guys touched on? Is he calling timeouts? want to procreate or is he going to go full Jackson and Phil Jackson and just let him get hammered for 15 points in a row and then call it. And I mean, he's, he's been around for years, but you know, like playoff wise, he's definitely got to prove it as a coach. I think in the regular season, he just thinks and said, let it go. Have the guys try to figure it out. You know, it's a regular season game. I don't, I don't see him doing that in the playoffs. You can't in the playoffs. You can't get up by, go down by 15 and expect to come back all the times like you did during the regular season. It's just different play. Yep, exactly. Oh, yeah. Chris has, you know, dealt with me many times, you know, complaining about Stevens on chat. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Uh, you know, I don't, we jump around a lot here. But uh, funny you should mention that. I was wondering who I've, who I've ever heard you could bitch about more. McDaniels or Stevens? Now that would be something to think oh, of. Oh, gotta be McDaniels. McDaniels, be McDaniels. easy. Yeah. I can't even put. You can count like on all my you, your fingers and your toes. How many times? Plus, I've heard at halftime. <laughs> I mean, before halftime, sometimes first drive. What the hell is McDaniels doing? <laughs> and then I'd be I like, this- a quarter and a half of the NBA. What the hell is Stevens doing out there? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, is he hammered? <laughs> right. Oh, Jesus. Great times. You'll find out now, Jessica, now that you're a co-host, he's going to start yakking at you about Stevens. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to temporarily break it till he gets really pissed and starts yelling about him. <laughs> then we'll, we'll both be here at the same yeah. time. Love of God, call a timeout. <laughs> right. Oh, so you guys have um, just wanted to touch base on this real quick. I don't really want to get into it too much. Um, but they have Kendrick Perkins, Kevin Durant beef is continuing on, I guess. Um, Durant called Perkins a sellout now for because he has a different opinion than Kyrie does on how to, you know, do things. 
why is why is Durant talking? You know, I mean, a sellout, and he didn't explain himself. He didn't explain why he's a sellout. He just said he was a sellout. Perkins isn't a player anymore. He's in the media. So he, I feel like Kevin Durant still thinks he should be buddy buddy because he's in player. You know, was a player. Mm. I don't. How do you guys feel about this whole thing? Corporate perk. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, I love Perk. Like, I'll always probably be on Perk's side. Like, I think Durant's just bent out of shape because the conversation got out of the locker room, so to speak, and making his new teammate look bad. And, I mean, I get why Durant's sticking up for Kyrie. You know, teammates, they basically got to go try to win a title at some point together. So he's not going to come out and say, you know, hey, Kyrie, shut the hell up. Right, <laughs> right but he didn't have to say anything, you know, to, in my opinion. Uh, Perkins, like, Kyrie's a loose cannon. Like, we all know that. Like, if he didn't say anything, you know, what is he going to say to Durant behind the scenes? And no, he went Yeah, he school. got kicked out of that group chat for <laughs> suggesting that they start their own league, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> so... Yeah, I mean, there's there's nobody NBA he player wanna, more deranged. He doesn't want to. It's messed up. He doesn't want to play because of the racial injustices, but yet he wants to play to start his own league. That makes absolutely zero sense. <laughs> and he's hurt. Right, right. He's not even going because he's injured. Yeah. You know, when Perkins had come out and said, you know, just because I have a different view on how we can uh, help this situation and use our platforms, he's like, I live in an all white neighborhood my, I'm afraid my kids you know to go outside I face the same injustices you do I just think we should take a different approach to it and I think Kendrick Perkins is spot on media slant probably more than anything else probably mm. yeah I mean it's kind of the typical response from some people is if they don't like how you're talking they basically call you a sellout or they're screaming yell at you that kind of stuff so you said that uh, Kyrie's deranged, huh? Oh yeah, like yeah. he makes. I'd be, I'd, I'd be deranged too, if I had to put on that disgusting uniform he had during the college. <laughs> oh jeez! Anyone get lose their freaking mind? <laughs> he makes Dennis Rodman look sane. That's scary. <laughs> that's that's, that's damn scary, scary right there. <laughs> All right, boy, so that rebound, Jesus. <laughs> Chris, I want to hear your prediction for the who. What is? I mean, don't use your conspiracy theory. Who is it makes it to the finals? Ooh. Out of the East, I'm gonna sound like a homer, but I actually think Boston's gonna be there. I think somehow they're gonna pull through. Out West. I think it's going to be the Clippers. I want to say Boston and the Clippers in the finals. That's okay. my pick. And who's winning? Who's winning? <sighs> Game seven, see what happens. <laughs> All right. Wow. Eyes on your own paper. <laughs> <laughs> That's my uh, Kentucky background right there. I mean, right? You know, I, I'm peeking at your paper, see what's going on. See who's, you know, I got to make sure my payment goes in before yours. Yeah. <laughs> it's a race. Exactly. 
I'm going to say Boston and the Rockets. Interesting. And Celtics and six. Look out, nuclear. Yeah. All right. I can't believe I'm <clears throat> can't believe I'm going to say this on <laughs> recording, <clears throat> but I agree with Chris. Boston and the Clippers. Get checked, Chris, today. for a heart rate over there. Well, I mean, you you pretty much called me great at the beginning, so I mean, <laughs> it don't get much better than that. And I think, whew, that's tough. I would say Boston and six. Wow. I just think this team really can make a run. I mean, they're young, they're healthy now. Uh, I don't see any of the downfalls to this short time off for them. As long as that training camp, nobody gets like soft tissue injuries or stuff like that. Um, but no, I just, I really do like our chances. Well, you, you can't see it now, but I just lifted up my can is too much mug in honor in honor of uh, your prediction. In <laughs> <laughs> agree with me, so there you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I cut away Clippers, too. They got a really good team. They're going to be a tough out. And Hey, whoever keeps the Lakers and LeBron from being there, I'm for. I think you're crazy, though, Steve, picking Houston to go to the final. Oh, yeah, I wasn't going to agree with everybody, though. I had to go somebody different. I wasn't taking I LeBron. You, I know, you never know, though, if uh, Harden and Westbrook get nutty. In, in oh, yeah. In the setup. Yeah. I mean, Harden can drop 40 on you at any given time. Granny's going to take 50 free throws, but he can still get you there. Yeah, but he can also give up 40 to somebody else on defense. Exactly. <laughs> so, it's that's just why I don't the like uncertainty. It. That's why I think most people thinking like Bucks, Lakers, I just don't see it. There's going to be upsets. There's no doubt in my mind. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And For there's sure. no home court advantage here. That's the other thing. It's like None. it basically a glorified exhibition game. Yeah. And like I said before, um, last episode, that hurts Philly the most. Because there, I think it was twenty nine and two at home. I know they've only lost two games at home, but they're not very good on the road, so that, that hurts them. You know, a lot of people are picking Philly and Boston to meet up, but I kind of hope that doesn't happen. I'm kind of sick of that already. I don't know, something yeah. different. Yeah, not many other teams out there. Wow. Though, who, would you, who else would you want to play? You know? Oh, I don't care. Don't really matter to me. Avoid Milwaukee as long as you can. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'd say it, but I think they'll be okay. I'm kind of eager to see how it all shakes down. I'm just hopeful that they actually get the season in. Yep, ditto. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They um they actually leave. When do they leave? I think they leave on uh, July 7th, I believe, that they leave to head to Orlando. So. If they get to Orlando and get in that bubble, I don't think there's a any chance that they don't play It's these next two weeks. We'll see. Well, I think of that, like you said, if they get down there, I think it's a foregone conclusion they play. Unless, like, a superstar comes down with it, then you're going to have a problem. Right. Toronto, I believe, is heading there this week. I know Toronto heads there earlier than the rest of the teams, so – 
I don't know, baseball's starting back up too. I mean, all these, all the things seem like they're going on. So I think I'm hopeful that they finish this season. It would be a big bummer <laughs> for sure. The Shot one thing, in the heart. Right. The one thing that should be talked about that I don't know if it has been, you know how much illegal tampering is going to be going on down there with players talking oh. to each other? Oh, yeah. That's going For to be sure. like next level insanity right there. And you can't yeah. prove nothing, of course, but Jesus. That's a story in itself. No, I mean, you got LeBron like already having secret practices. Right. Shocked? <laughs> right? No. No, of course not. Woo. All right. Well, Steve, did you have any more questions or Chris, any questions? No, nah, I can't, Chris. I, I just can't wait to see what happens. It's going to be good to have something back to actually watch. Yeah, no doubt about that. Can I watch yeah. repeats for so much? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's not as fun when you know the ending. Right. No, definitely not. <laughs> now I don't yell at my TV like I would be if it was live. <laughs> Waking my kid up all the time, yelling at the Celtics. <laughs> awesome. Father's sitting in a better saying, "Mommy's going crazy again." Celtics must be on. Yeah. Oh yeah. She well, any sport she knows. She knows <laughs> basketball, football, and baseball. She doesn't really know hockey too much, but. Oh, nice. Get on that. What's, yeah. What are you waiting for? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I gotta learn it first more. <laughs> You know, I did get into it last year, so. Yeah, conveniently lost. Damn you, you should have just stayed away. And that blues in the Stanley Cup and you start watching. You're bad. I don't want you watching any playoff games. I watched the whole thing, the whole playoffs for them. It wasn't just. Yeah, and they lost in the game seven in the Stanley Cup finals. You you showed an interest and they choked. Yeah, you should have picked St. Louis. (laughs) Yeah, really. We can talk about the sneakers if you want to. No, we'll skip the sneakers. No. Because <laughs> there is no sneakers. Uh, no, look, we're, we're, we're running out of recording tape. <laughs> <laughs> Chris right. talks too much. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's me on, guys. It was fun. Absolutely. You want to tell us where people can find you? Everywhere. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, uh, Chris underscore Blackie, and the Die Hard Sports Group is the best places to find me. And uh, uh, twenty destroying Ann and Steve. Right. <laughs> I that in there. Yeah, on the PlayStation Four network. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> if you want to, like. If you want to beat us, beat our ass, play us online. (laughs) (laughs) No comment. Right. (laughs) Oh, shit. That was a lot of fun. Enjoy myself. Yeah, definitely. So my Twitter is we we play for titles. What's yours in the shows, Jess? Yeah, mine's at at Jessica Snee. And the shows is at the Shooting Jays, J-A-Y-S. Rock and roll. Cool. Yep. So, everyone, thanks for checking out this episode. Definitely download it, share it. We'd appreciate it. Have a good one. See ya. See ya. Bye.